Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Yay, yay, yay. And Chris Wern. What's up? We just watched episode nine of the challenge Total Madness and saw Big T's exit, some sewer swimming, the backstabbing, and the dismantling of the Holy Trinity. We'll get into Red Skuller's Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, MVPs and losers, and listener questions. But first, two big questions. Would a Josh Swaggy Christopher fight go down as the lamest fight in challenge history, Worm? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. It's like the two most annoying guys on the show right now. I mean, I guess you want to see it happen. But, you know, there's, there's a couple things with, with how this transpired that are just, like, extra annoying about it. One, that they're just fighting because there's just no reason. Uh, and they're both just trying to play the field and be like, no, you're a hypocrite. No, you're a hypocrite. You're just being fake. You're fake, like, which is, you know, the root of all great fights on this kind of show. Um, but then on top of that, I notice when Swaggy C walks away, Josh goes out of his way to grab a drink and toss it on him because he knows, he knows the most thing, like that's the farthest he can go without getting kicked off the show. Yeah. And it seemed like the most half-hearted security come in to break it up ever. Like there was, they had no fear (laughs) that it was going to come to blows. Not at all. Yeah, man. First off, a solid episode. Really, really great uh, rundown there, Danny. Um, You know, it was it was a great episode, but this fight was just or would be fight would be pathetic as fuck. I feel like Josh, if he got into any fight, he'd be like this weird person who'd like talk the entire time as he's getting punched in the face. He needs, you know, like you're not trustworthy, you're a liar, and he's just like bleeding, <laughs> just like screaming things like the entire time, not actually swinging. And then like I, I don't know, Swaggy C seems like someone who'd be like a dipper and a dod, you know, a dabber, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh are you going to get me? Nope, nope, I'm dipping, I'm going to dab it. I'm dipping and I'm dabbing. You know, like, he just, like, <laughs> all over the place, but he wouldn't he, actually throw a punch. He'd be killing time until Bailey can come in and throw a punch for him. Right. Oh, 100%. I'm much, I'm way more scared of Bailey. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, you see. Yeah, um, running in. She comes <laughs> running from across the room. But, I mean, Josh is just a big old bitch, man. He's just, he's, he really is. He sucks big time. I can't tell sometimes if somebody involves themselves in drama to make sure they're on TV or if they're really that annoying and petty. He's definitely just really that annoying and petty, right? Oh, 100%. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. And like, look, I'm not going to knock someone for crying. You know, like you cry, everybody cries. We have some crying moments. I don't think, I don't know if Danny's ever cried. But like, <laughs> all I know is, is I saw the, the, the moment where he won Big Brother, because he, like, won Big Brother, right? And he cried so hard that it was, like, uncomfortable cry, you know? Like, it got to that point. Like, I get he went, like, a bunch of money on this show, you know? Gone through a lot. But sure. he was, like, it was like screaming, crying, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, dude, like, chill out, bro. Well, he cried tonight after the altercation. Of course he did. Yeah, but and after he stood up on the bar. You can't throw a drink at someone, get up on a bar, get up on a seat, call somebody out from across the room, and then sit down and cry about it. 
I'm yeah, so emotionally crazy. hurt right now. You don't that's even know. That's what he would be saying if you're punching him in the face. You're emotionally hurting me. Like, yeah, it's funny. I, I think say, I've given a lot of speeches on top of bars. That was not good speech bar etiquette. I mean, you got to be careful, man. He, he, he did not. I just imagine the bartender, like some Eastern European, like, oh, no, no. You're good to get down. Get down. Like, oh, man. So ridiculous. And you know that bar, they closed down on a Wednesday night to give it over to the challenge and immediately regretted it. I love how well lit that bar was as well. Like, it was clearly like nobody else was in that room or bar, whatever. They had the whole thing to themselves and it was well lit. Like, you could see everything. Nothing was going to happen under the table. Like, no sneaking anything. It was like, everybody can see everybody. Everybody can hear everybody. That's it. We're putting it all out there. It looked like a bar on a soap opera. Very well lit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember in the past when they'd go out to the bars, did they ever, like, have regular people there that could, like, you know, the guys could hit on, girls could hit on, like, add it some more seemed, drugs? It's always just been them. It seemed like in years past they may have been removed from other people, but it looked like an active bar. There was music yeah. playing. They had to yell to be heard like this. It feels like they might as well be in the bunker, only – they're now in an underground bar. Totally. It reminds me when you go to like a happy hour bar, like after work, but like really early and you're like, it's just you and your coworkers. You're like, Hey, I saw you all day. Like, what's up? You know, how are things? Right. Uh, Nothing else about work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should add some people like think how much drama that, you know, it could help. It could help a little bit. Yeah. Now, Jameson, were you surprised to see the Holy Trinity crumble tonight? Not at all. Not at all. You know why? Because Nani's in the fucking Holy Trinity. Anything she's a part of fails. Um, I don't know. Look, I feel bad for, I kind of feel bad for Jenna tonight. I will say that, you know, she's in this relationship, which we can all agree. Is, I mean, we got to talk about it. We were texting about it, every, you know, fans, but uh, I love that we're calling our fans, you know, our fucking, we're up to like 50 people, I think. Anyways, I, I love how they just breezed over her saying in the beginning of the episode, I fucked up. I don't blame him for being mad. Like, wait, what? 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 Like, you did cheat? Who did you cheat with? So she made it seem like she didn't do sh anything wrong. Uh, yeah. And then she said, well, I didn't, you know, leave my phone out for him to go through. So maybe she's talking about stuff that she did while they were apart and she really didn't do anything wrong. And as we uh, have alluded to in the past, maybe Zach is just making her think she's wrong because he's, he's a gaslighter. 100%. I mean, he could just, like, keep, you know, that repetition. What is that thing where that you do something with someone over and over again? They start to believe they're a horse? I don't know. Like, he could do whatever he wants to Jenna, it seems like. Um, but that aside, you know, I'm, I'm not that surprised, you know, they – they, they're kind of like the weakest alliance ever. Like, they have this fun, catchy name, you know, and Jenna does, like, bring it, I will say. Kayla, kind of up in the air. She used to in the past. I feel like she's kind of fallen off. When she was going against Kara, uh, Kara Marie, she would definitely bring it a little bit more. Um, but now it's all up to Nani, fucking sucker. What are you going to do now, Nani? You don't got your girls. You're going to go in for a red skull? Is anybody going to go in and be a fucking beast and, like, but you know, wanted to get a red skull. So, holy tri trinity, sayonara, bitches. And <laughs> Jenna, I don't think, you know, 
did it to herself. But Kayla asked to go in and specifically asked to go in against Casey, which, Wern, correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems stupid. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm going to say any other time in this show, I think it would have been stupid, but I think maybe Anissa was the better opponent in this one. I think the way she came out over Jenna, I was totally thinking that she was going to be the layup in this uh, elimination. And I think, I think she might've actually beat Casey. If, if you put Anissa versus Casey, I think she would have won actually, which is just blowing my mind. I wish that the producers would give us some more stats, like yes. how long this took, how, how much do those weigh? They mentioned in passing that a couple of them weigh different weights. I want to know all that shit. I'm yeah. guessing, I'm guessing 15 like to 30 pounds. Stats those on the things. screen, you know? Like, yeah. the balls weigh this much. It's yeah. Like right. something. We want to know who is the dumbest person who made the stupidest decision tonight. That's <laughs> what I want to know. Who fucked up the worst? That's, That's what I'm looking weird. forward to. I mean, look at this. I mean, the Holy Trinity is down to one now. So, you know, does that make, Jameson, let me ask you, does that make Nani Jesus, God, or the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit. She's fucking taking people <laughs> out with her fucking awfulness, dude. And I think we can all admit the, the Holy Spirit's the weakest of the Holy Trinity members. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. The Holy Spirit didn't walk on water. And <laughs> no. He didn't make anything. He, you know, he just sort of hung out as a ghost. You know what? God rested on the seventh day. Nani rests every fucking day. Does she ever work out? I don't think so. <laughs> Next week on The Challenge Meets Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think we'd talk about the Holy Spirit and Jesus tonight. I love it. I, I had not planned on it, but, you know, anytime you guys want to get into theology, I'm here. Yeah, dudes. <laughs> Wern, set us off on a little red skull or send it home. All right. Uh, had a couple this week, but uh, here was one. Sending someone home before a challenge, a daily challenge, without letting them try. Obviously, we saw Big T had to be sent home. She did come in hobbling all the way across this field, and all you know, who knows what she had to deal with to get there before they sent her home. But my thought was, you know, if Jordan was still on this show, if he won that elimination last week and his shoulder was still fucked up, I feel like he would have put up a huge fight to let him at least participate in the challenge. And if I'm Big T and the money's on the line, I mean, she had a cut in her toe. Like, I don't know. We've all had like a cast and stitches or whatever. You just put a freaking plastic bag over it and you get on your way. Like, what do you think about that? I wonder about this. Um, just in terms of like, cause they always make it seem like it's, um, not her choice, right? They always say like, Hey, she's unable to compete. You got to go home. And I imagine there's a meeting with producers and maybe even medical people beforehand being like, Hey, it's a water challenge. You got stitches. I don't know if it's an insurance thing or what, but I think you're right. People like Jordan, they'd be like, well, I'm fine with being hurt. I'll sign whatever you want. So. I will send it home. I think Big T should have performed tonight. Wow. I mean, you guys are fucking solid bros because you're ready to go any day or night, man. But, but do you see how hard they hit the water out of that tube? Are you kidding me? She might have a cut in her toe, but after she does that shit, her toe is gone. Like, 
That, that that fucking looked smack down into that water. Like, look, I think it's a case-by-case basis. Like, obviously, Jordan's shoulder, someone's toe. You know, you've seen people who, like, had a concussion, whatever. Um, but, I mean, in her case, I'm going to give that specific case a red skull just because, like, I, I don't know. Maybe they could have let her stay for one more challenge and she just is out. Maybe she automatically has to go into elimination or something. But like, I don't know how much messed up her toe was. I saw all that blood last week, got a little heebie-jeebies. And I just think about her going down that tube, which, by the way, was so dope and looked so fun. Reminded me of every water park I've ever been to, except it's straight fucking down. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a red skull. I, I get it why they sent her home. Settle it, Wern. Man, I am going to send it home on this one with the information I have about her feet, which is – you know, nothing more than what we've seen on the show because I don't look for any deets like Jameson over here. Uh, look, at, she got stitches. I feel like this is one challenge in her favor where she's not going to be walking around, whatever. Maybe she gets another few days to heal and hopefully she can do something physical. Unless she was told directly by, you know, the medical staff that, like, you can't compete because you have stitches and it's that bad. Then, like, at that point, she wouldn't have been on the show going into this challenge like i don't even see why they would keep her there we've seen things before where basically people get sent home or they leave in between challenges you know or after an elimination and before the challenge the next day or whatever whatever the timing is and uh they never say goodbye or have this thing so i'm gonna send it home i think maybe she could have had a chance at doing this one and it just didn't happen maybe tj was like don't fucking let her go without me doing it. You know, like TJ wants all the fucking glory. I think that's part of it because even when there's like a fight, he shows up at the house to to lay down the dad law. Like he loves that shit. 100%. He's like, I'm sorry, kid, but I can't let you do it tonight. (laughs) Jameson, what do you got? Okay, so um, as I do every week, I dig into these instagram profiles and shit and i saw this week it was actually i think it was yesterday or the day before melissa had a baby um you know brand new baby right out of her body and um uh, <laughs> imagine, know, from? I imagine that imagine that that's how it works i guess <laughs> um, i, I want to know was she pregnant on the show like holy shit they filmed this nine months ago. I don't, I don't know. That seems like a long ass time ago to film this show. She's still on it. So even if she, you know, got off earlier later, was she pregnant on the show? Which going down a tube into the fucking sewers, probably not good. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe that's why she is avoiding a lot of eliminations and stuff. I mean, like sliding down a tube and, Jumping in the water, you're swimming. Like, I don't know. That's probably not the worst thing of all the things. She knows. But, yeah, I think you might be right. I mean, she has definitely played, like, a scared game of, like, she's there, but she doesn't seem to be, like, throwing herself into elimination. Obviously, we saw with, like, the tribunal tonight, she was very much, like, not wanting to go in. And I have a feeling she might just stay like that the whole time because I don't know – if you're not going up against Denisa or Casey, then, like, I don't know who you see as, like, your opportunity in right now. So you're giving a red skull. She's pregnant. Uh, as she's pregnant. Pregnant's a red skull. She's got a red skull. She's pregnant. 
on this show. I'm going to agree only because I'm thinking back and I can't really remember a shot of her like drinking in the bar. I know she's there, but she never seems drunk or anything. It, I feel like it would have had to be filmed within the last nine months. So I will say Red Skull, she knows she's pregnant on this show. Which might be the first ever like pregnant like person on the show, like competing. Unless you're one of those people that call the couple pregnant. And then in that case, Corey has been pregnant on every season of the challenge so far. Yes. <laughs> All 35 of his kids are <laughs> loving the season, by the way, him getting so far. <laughs> by the way, speaking of Corey, every episode that I watch with my significant other, she's like, oh, man, Corey's so hot. Corey's so hot. Look out, dude. Does she know that you invited him in to your quarantine? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it to her, and she just kind of gave that sly, like, smile, you know, like, ooh. So I would be fucked. Uh, what about you, Danny? What do you got? Mine is um, these slippers that they all wear in the bunker. Um, I don't know if these, are, <laughs> if these are given to them with their bag of Under Armour gear or if they all thought to bring these ugly slippers, but they all wear them, if you notice. Are you giving them a red skull or sending them home? I'm giving a red skull, man. It like reminds me of the dorm days. Uh, you know, you're walking to your the shower that everyone's sharing the shower on the floor. Um, I, I mean, hey, get some swag. Swaggy C knows. Um, you know, why not wear some fucking, you know, branded sandals? They might have to wear them. I mean, they might I, mean, I know that sounds fucking crazy, but anytime MTV probably can get some dollars, wear these under armor fucking whack ass sandals. It's definitely part of the uniform. I mean, look at I'm a bear I'm a barefoot guy myself, but if I was in that in that fucking bunker, man, sandals for sure. I'm throwing on slides, slippers, whatever the hell they gave me. I mean, who knows what kind of bacteria is growing on that floor and shit? Like dude, you gotta keep the feet clean, man. That's ground zero. That's ground zero for infection. Danny, what you got? I'm gonna be the one that send it home. I I'm anti slipper. Slippers disgust me. I don't like them. Oh <laughs> uh, man, we should do a whole show of the things that Danny is anti. That would be a long show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Well, that was a good one, man. So specific. I could uh I could use to wet my whistle a little bit. I'm thirsty. Jameson, <laughs> take it away. You want that Jameson's juice of dates? I got that juicy, juicy, juicy dates. Went country this week. Uh, Cause I got some swaggy CDs for you guys tonight. Oh baby! Uh, all right. Anyways, I did a deep dive into Swaggy C's Instagram because I started to notice for some of you at home that you know follow some of these people. I know Swaggy C's new, so maybe you don't follow him quite yet. But Danny has been sharing with us a couple of posts where he's basically post, you know, posting of himself in front of a Ferrari. Uh, he gave his girlfriend, who we all know, $27,000 yesterday, right? He's bragging all the time about all this money he has, money, money, money. And he says it's from stocks. Well, I did a deep dive into his Instagram, and I tell you what, he didn't start getting into his stocks until very recently. So where did he get this influx of money? Where did he get the, all this money? He's given $27,000 here, buying a car, brand new car here. Did Swaggy C fucking win this season? I don't know. 
But where did this money come from is my question to you guys. See, I don't know which would make me more upset, that he goes on to win this season or that he's just recently become uh, wealthy from, <laughs> from stocks on his own. Um, I will say, I think they're married at this point, and giving your wife $27,000 in cash is the lamest, weirdest gift I've ever heard of. What are you, just going to put it back in your shared bank account? Right. It's like taking it out of your left pocket and putting it in your right pocket. Right. <laughs> Here you go, baby. Here's your money. So ridiculous. And really not thoughtful at all. No. It's the thought that counts, and there was no thought put into that. No thought. I mean, did she turn 27? Did he at least think, oh, $1,000 for every year? Yes. Okay. That's why I mean, it would have been great if it was just a random number. Hey, uh, $27,000 is what I got left over. Here you go, babe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just thought, like, he's a ridiculous character. Um, super cool guy, though. I mean. I mean, he's swaggy. He's swaggy, you know, swaggy Christopher. He's got uh, swag in his name. So do you guys think that Swaggy Swaggy Christopher could actually have won? Do you guys think that? uh, No, I don't don't want to live in a challenge world where Swaggy Christopher wins. Yeah, I think, you know what, I hope that's the truth, like he has not won. But, Danny, I'm also, like, afraid of what the alternate reality is of, like, how he got this money. Like, is he actually making that much money? It's just kind of bizarre and scary either way. I don't want to live in either of those worlds. You know, you get into the stock market and investing, you like get a a, you know good bank of money that you can. Let me tell you, man. If if you were in the stock market right now, you've lost a lot of money. So I just don't imagine. Well, yes, I know, but I just don't imagine Swaggy C like in any job. Can you guys imagine him introducing himself like in meetings and shit? Like no. we hardly know anything about him. He, he seems, above all, just boring so far, right? Oh, how yeah. about him, like, whispering to Wes, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're acting really calm and cool. Like, he's trying to act so cool, yeah. cool, fucking shit, you know, playing cards. And it's then Josh come over to get the chessboard. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> uh, he was saying that, like, yo, uh, I'm going to throw him under the bus next time. <laughs> uh, yo. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, he doesn't move his jaw when he talks. Yeah, act all fucking cool. Yeah, it's like letting out as little air as possible while you talk, even well, when he's drowning with a life jacket on. <laughs> oh yeah, what a loser! Help! Uh, help! Help! <laughs> well, we can wrap it up. The juicy deets are done. I know it's not my best deep, but I thought it was very interesting. I wanted to bring it up to the challenge fans. Let it sink in a little bit. Danny, let's remember this episode because a couple weeks from now, if somehow fucking Swaggy C is in the final, the odds are are against us. And would be the all-time dopiest way to try and pretend like you didn't win on Instagram. You can't wait to flaunt the money, but you're pretending like you just recently (laughs) became a stock. He was a good fella. He would have got whacked. Whack the fuck out, dude. What the fuck are you thinking? You need your money all the time. Possibilities that Bailey wins, and that's actually her money. <laughs> that, that is the, that's the best case scenario, I think, that <laughs> he handed her some of her own hard-earned challenge money. I enjoyed the squeeze. I enjoyed the squeeze, Jameson. 
Ah, I gave her the juicy squeeze. I don't know what this voice was. It was like, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage, dude. I don't know what the fuck that was. It was like one of those radio calls. Juicy squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I got that Jameson juice. <laughs> so for once, we had a week that I think we had some... <laughs> Real MVP candidates. I actually had to sit down and think about it for, you know, 90 seconds or whatever. Um, <laughs> Who do you have? Man, uh, yeah, there was a debate here. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to go with Anissa as my MVP this week. I mean, I feel like she's given us a lot of fun reactions and all kinds of things this season. Uh, fun commentary. She's been a part of every episode pretty much. So she's getting paid. And, um, you know, I have to be honest, when I saw her name on the roster for this season, I thought for sure she was gone within one, two weeks, and there was no way in hell she was going to have a red skull. And here she is. She beat Jenna in, a, in what was a pretty grueling elimination. Uh, seemed pretty tough. You know, didn't make for the best TV. But, you know, I thought the way Jenna took out Tori – was that two weeks ago? Like it seemed like a very similar kind of like exercise movement. I was like, oh man, Jenna's gonna wipe the floor with her, and uh, that didn't happen. And Anissa's got a red skull, uh, so I feel like I just have to give it to her. It's Anissa's my pick for sure. I agree. It was surprising and commendable and very impressive. Well deserved, James. Uh, I totally agree with you, Chris. I think it was, she was she was awesome. I didn't give her my MVP tonight, but well-deserved. Uh, I actually went with um, Wes tonight. Uh, I like Wes tonight because he's finally he kind of figured out this politics game, and he's sitting back, and he's watching Josh and Swaggy fight, you know, puppeteering a little bit. He's, you know, teamed up with Bananas. Very interested to see where that goes towards the end of the season. Someone's going to have to win in the end. Um, but I'm giving it to Wes. He's really kind of found a way to – play the game that he always talks about that he plays and he never fucking does. And this season he's really starting to do it. And it showed this episode. Uh, I know it wasn't a men's elimination, but he really is kind of doing what he wants when he wants. So far his hands are clean, squeaky clean, squeaky clean. Yeah. And uh, I will add that Wes is uh, his political mind game is kind of rubbing off on other people besides just having the power himself like you said using swaggy as a bit of a pawn against josh really? uh clearly d has some weird influence from uh wes as well so he's definitely someone that other people are looking up to in some way yep even though they don't want to give him the respect but and i don't really either but i gotta give it to him yeah danny i was thinking about anisa but i'm going to give it to Casey. Ooh. She threw herself in first, had someone choose to go against her, basically called her out, and she put herself on the map. I feel like uh, now there's someone else we can talk about as being potentially a winner. I think she now she's a force to be reckoned with. Welcome to the fucking challenge. I couldn't believe how much she killed Kayla. Like, it wasn't even close. Oh, it wasn't no, even close. Not at all. I remember Kayla, that's what I'm saying. I remember Kayla, like, competing, like, much harder. Uh, but, yeah, man. Casey, I like her. I think, you know, congratulations to her. She, I wish she had a little bit more uh, pizzazz, a little more, um, you know, a little more personality. 
something to bring. But yeah, I can't knock her, you know, competitive skill set there. She brought it, and I think she is going to bring it continuously in and out um, the, rest of the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think Casey's smart in the fact that she's just playing like a quiet game. She's not like being louder in anybody's face. She's just kind of like, she knows she's new. She's just kind of being under the radar and just working her ass off in the challenges, it seems like. And clearly it's paying off for her. So, yeah, it's a good pick. Now, I think everybody's favorite moment, picking the losers. Jamison. What a loser. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we all have this loser tonight. Uh, I already, you know, shat on Nani, so I don't need to do that anymore. But I'm going with D. Um, look, D, like, you talk a big game. Um, you know, you've said out loud, I don't want to get my hands dirty. Uh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Um, <laughs> uh, totally getting played by Rogan. What a diabolical move by Rogan to go behind her back after they dated. He's basically like, you know, oh, I want to fuck chicks, and, like, she won't let me do anything. Um, and she just, like, she – and I, I hated her response – when TJ asked her if he, she wanted to go in, she's like, no, I'm good, TJ. Like, come on. Like, this is your fucking chance. And you talk all this shit. And I don't know. She just is whack. She just is whack. And I'm giving it to D. You're a loser. What I don't think what she doesn't understand is floating the idea out there that you want to put Jenny in and actually putting her in are yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to float that out there, you better do it. And she chickened out, and I, she's just. I think everybody that was aligning with her are now trying to keep their distance. Like she's just sort of out of control. I love yeah. that Rogan totally told her, like basically, hey, uh, she's not going to say your name. She's going to get other people to say your name. Yep. Just threw her right under the bus yeah. and ran her over. I mean, that relationship is so fascinating. I mean, literally, both of them at some point in this season have said oh he's my number one or oh she's my number one about each other yeah. and yet they're just throwing each other under the bus the whole time so like it's clearly fake or maybe they're just deranged and in some weird like first love kind of relationship that isn't going on anymore and they just have you know puppy eyes for each other i don't really understand what it is i don't think that's the case but yeah their relationship is very odd very odd what about you, Chris? Uh, you know, loser. Always tough for me to pick a loser. So many good losers. Uh, you know, obviously Josh and Swaggy for a dog like this and getting rescued. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what? When I look back on this episode, I feel like my loser this week is Maddie. If I was her, I would have been just clawing to get into that elimination. I mean, I think she could have crushed Either of those two. And, I mean, look at She admitted it herself at the end of the episode. She said, I need to get that red skull. What am I doing? Uh, she needs to stop being afraid because, look at she's Yes, she wasn't on last season, but two seasons ago, her rookie season, she was pretty damn good, and she was a beast. I think she can hang up there. I mean, Jameson, you had her as a pick in the very beginning to go all the way. And I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I, I think she could, and I think she should be trying to get that red skull by any means possible at this point. And she kind of blew it this week. It's not like people were fighting to go in. The first two right. people that raised their hands were able to go in, so it's not like 
she missed her chance or she's unable to get in there. It's there for the taking and uh, didn't do it. Yeah. She's been playing scared all season. Like, it's really weird. Like, there's something going on. You got a monkey on her back. I don't know what's going on. But, like, you're a beast. You could be in Game of Thrones. Like, what are you doing? I don't know what's going on, but uh, I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie about my pick. I thought that tonight watching. I was like, where's the fire, girl? Yeah. I think if Maddie had the confidence, she could be unstoppable. She'd be on, like, for me, Jenny level, maybe slightly below because you can't beat those lips. But (laughs) Maddie could be something pretty hard to deal with. Danny, who you got? Well, I'm just going to say I agree with you. But the one thing we never discuss with Jenny is – she might be a gentle giant. She got beat by Tori last year, and it wasn't all that close. So I think anything physical, maybe she's not quite as good as we give her credit for. She might not have the aggression. Yeah. I'm hoping she'll prove us wrong if given the opportunity. But, I, yeah, you're right. She does need to prove herself on that kind of stage. Now, my loser, Kayla. <laughs> Horrible showing. She chose to go in, but then showing Bear's good luck ring with a straight <laughs> face was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen on the challenge. So pathetic. Get out of here. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Last week, wasn't last week your loser Bear? No. Uh, I think Kayla. it's two weeks in a row. It's Kayla for me. Yeah, it's Kayla. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really much of a good luck ring if he lost. That's just right. logic to begin with. I did watch, Dude. speaking of Bear, I did watch a, a video with him uh, this today where it was like unseen footage, and he was, was right after he lost last week. And he was like, my, my head wasn't in it. Uh, like I lost all my, like he totally owned up to like he's wasn't in it at all. No. So we got a good listener question this week from Gavin. He wants to know who are the layups that still need to be eliminated because we're about halfway through, but there's still some fat to be trimmed. So I figured let's just go through the cast and cross off anyone we deem a layup. We have Anissa, who I think we can safely say now, not a layup. Not a layup, but who knows? It's going to, I don't know if she'll make it all the way though. Bailey. Layup for me. Layup for me, too. Layup, yeah, all the way. We haven't seen shit from her. No, I, I can't tell you anything about her athletic capabilities. Nope, not at all. Or puzzle solve. Or puzzle solve. <laughs> no. She just gets angry real fast. If anybody touches Swaggy suit. that's it. D. Uh, not a layup. I'm not going to give her the layup title. She did win a challenge last year. Not going to give her the layup. Yeah, I'd like to, but I don't think she is. Wern, you're what? thinking about it. I want to give her a layup because look at man, she wouldn't have beat Ashley. Granted, that challenge, that elimination was kind of garbage with the whole past seasons crap. But she wouldn't have beat Ashley without help. She was in trouble. It's true. And I don't think she's as good as the game she talks. I think there's definitely better women on the on the show right now. Speaking of which, Jenny, not a layup. I think we can all agree there. Nope. Casey, after tonight, I think she uh, she's a competitor. Yeah. Not play up, man. I won't say it. Maddie. Nah. Not a layup, but man, I don't know. Not a layup, but disappointing so far. There right, if, if I'm any of those women, 
and I got Maddie in elimination, I am scared shitless. <laughs> True. So even if I'm a dude and I got Maddie in elimination, I'm still scared. Melissa. Oh, the biggest layup of them all. Pregnant layup. <laughs> Definitely a layup. Just has no interest whatsoever in going to a purgatory. Fun to listen to. Fun to listen to. But Yeah, I don't mind her as a person, but uh, sure. definitely a layup. And yeah. finally, Nani. Ha! Layup. A layup. I think she's a layup at this point. Totally a layup. Layup all day. She hasn't proved herself at all. No. Even when teach does the thing like any of you guys want to come down here and even for like a second she like pretended to think it over it's like you don't want any part of an elimination oh yeah you just did the whole thing where like that you would do in like math class in like 11th grade that like the teacher's like who knows the answer to this and you try to act like maybe you're gonna raise your hand but you're like "Mm, i'm thinking about it and then like you know hopefully they just call on somebody else oh yeah so that gives us only two layups left for the women. So we're getting down to the, the nitty gritty here. Totally. Now for the men, we'll start with West. Not a layup. No. Weren't thinking about it. I don't it. know. Look at I don't have the history of watching a show like you guys, but dude, he's gotten just bitch slapped the last two seasons. Yeah. In eliminations. He talks a big game. He just lets everybody else do shit for him. And you know what? Usually he tries to coast by without ever touching you know, the floor of the purgatory or whatever the hell it's called that season. I'm afraid if he got in, he would get tossed out. I'm calling him a layup. I'd want to go against Wes if I was one of those guys. I've just seen him win so many eliminations in the past. Granted, I agree. He hasn't won the last few. I honestly think Johnny Bananas and Wes are so conditioned to, like, not go into this elimination, the elimination that they're just like, they know they don't want to do it. They, I mean, there's a reason neither one has been in yet. They, they want no part of it, even though the rules no. say they must. They what don't a want great rule! The way West <laughs> got eliminated last, dude, the way West got eliminated last season by Bear is exactly how Bear got eliminated by Nelson. Totally. Like a total whimper. Like, he looked like a little bitch. A total like, whimper! Dude, I'm calling him a layup until I see something better from him. Like, throw him on the challenge floor. Yeah, man. All right, so we're split on that one. Next, Rogan. I don't think he's a layup. No. Nelson, as much as I wish I could call him a layup, I don't think he's going to win, but I don't think he's a layup. No, until politics are uh, (laughs) what what gets you eliminated on the challenge floor, the purgatory, whatever, he's not a layup. If he has to put a round uh, peg into a square, he's done. Yeah, he could be in trouble with some puzzles. Kyle. Lay- I'm going to say layup. Layup. Has he ever – I'd have to look it up, but I don't know that he's been in a final – I can't really remember any big wins. He's good politically. Yeah, he's really quiet this season too. He doesn't have yeah. any, any – dry- I don't know. They're just I, – I, he, he's not very physical, you know? Yeah. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need an answer? Do we need an answer? No. <laughs> <Lay up. laughs> John Bananas. Ooh, I can't do it. I'm gonna say not a layup. I'm gonna say no. I feel like Johnny Bananas has more fight in him than Wes does. Yeah, I can see he, that. 
Yeah, I, I don't think you can ever call somebody that won six times a layup. No. Fessy, clearly not after last week. Not. I yeah. mean, he, he, he brought it, but I still want to see more from him. I'm not convinced. Yeah. Um, Jameson's last remaining crush, Corey. <laughs> oh, man. I've seen Corey win- lose, like, every elimination ever. Like, he always loses. I just uh, – I don't want to call him a layup, but he hasn't proven himself. He's no. T- he's not a battle test. I'm going to say layup. And it's easy to forget about because he looks the part but never really backs it up. It's interesting you say that because, like, I haven't seen him in action in the elimination – or in the challenge yet. Uh, so I would say no because I would think he's, like, just a smarter version of Nelson, essentially. <laughs> not by much. <laughs> just slightly smarter. <laughs> But, you know, I, you guys are saying he always loses, so I don't know. I think in the remain, I mean, so far we have Josh as a complete yes, maybe Kyle, maybe Corey. Last one, Swaggy wow. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. After everything we talked about tonight, it's $27,000. He's so cool. I got to say layup. I want to say layup, but I'm scared of for what the result's going to be. I think he's a layup. Yeah. Till next week. Hey, man. Don't be That's a quitter. Cool. That's it. That's it from the tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a layup. Even though there's plenty. How many weeks did we make? Like two weeks in a row we got it? That was sucking. I know. All right. That's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it! <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage over here. <laughs> <laughs>